Good day everyone, this is Indie Mixtape where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host, Monty, and for this episode, Ty won't be here, they're a little busy and that's okay, but that's fine because I have an awesome guest, Blake Hester. How are you, Blake? I'm great. I, I, I don't know that I'm much of a replacement for Ty, but I'm <laughs> happy to be here nonetheless. I am so happy that you're here. I've been wanting to play games for you in a while, so I'm happy that you were able to have some time this month uh, sure. to play a cute, creepy game with me. Uh, yeah, I have lots of thoughts about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a funky game. It's it's funky. I, I we were supposed to play another one, but that one got all weird and funky. So I was like, mm, I'm not gonna touch that territory. So we're gonna play this one. Um, but yeah, Blake. I guess for people that might not know you, I know um our depths of the internet kind of cross a bit. But just in case, mm. uh, what do you do? I am a writer for Game Informer magazine as of recently. Uh, before that, I was a freelancer for a very, very long time, mostly for Polygon and anywhere else that uh, would pay me to write for words. <laughs> write for words, I say. <laughs> Blake does very, very amazing work. It's always really fun to read. Um, yeah, yeah, I love your work. But I guess we can jump right into it. Usually with Indie Mixtape, our episodes are short and sweet which is really nice um but yeah so we played uh yomawari night alone and this is a game that i like bought i think maybe a year or two ago but i've never touched it um it is uh developed by nippon ichi software and published by nis america and i know they have a number two out but i haven't touched that one um i kind of wanted to play this one first um i'm a baby so i didn't finish it <laughs> i will one day but um it's it's funky it kind of deals with you know uh two sisters uh they lose their dog and one sister goes off to try to find it in the middle of the night um which always a bad idea and now this little sister uh, is trying to find the bigger sister because she's lost and didn't come back home I think the next day, correct? Well, she goes out. She gets, she loses the dog, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then um, she comes home without the dog, and doesn't have the wherewithal to tell her sister, "Dog, big dead, died <laughs> harder than I've ever seen anything die in my life." It was horrifying, and so she just lets her sister wander out into the night for a dead dog. Yeah, it's 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 funky. Um. This game was recommended to me by my brother, actually. He, I don't know what depths of the internet he goes into to find, <laughs> like, these, like, indie horror games. I think he's, like, 18 now. Um, but anything that's, like, kind of like a quote-unquote creepy cute, he'll, like, recommend to me. Um, mm -hmm. Especially if it's, like, Japanese indie, he'll, like, let me know. He's like, hey, I think you'll like this, even though it's scary. I'm like, mm, I'm a baby. I don't know. <laughs> but I do enjoy it. It's just so much for my brain in, what, uh, in like, one night. Um, especially when I have, like, the creepiest closet alive. I have, like, this overhead thing that has nothing in it. Um, I also live on the roof. Sorry, not the roof. The top floor that's, like, connected to the roof. So it's always a, a bit scary when I do anything, like, horror-related. Sure. Um, uh, go ahead. I, I, I was just going to say, I, I, didn't, I didn't know a single thing about this game. I didn't even look at any screenshots. I just bought it and played it. 
um, really liked what it was doing until uh, I completely flip flopped and did not like it. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even finish it. Like mm-hmm. I was so bummed because, like, I think the start is really strong. It is. Um, it's it's really really fun. Yeah, like I was super into it, and then I played probably two and a half hours, and I just like. It was such a frustrating experience for me, and it bummed me out so much. I don't know if I've ever had like a high to a low with a game as quickly as this one. Oh, that's 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 a bummer to hear. I I felt the same way because like I when I was first playing it, seeing kind of the, I guess I wouldn't even call them monsters. I guess like spirits or like demons. Um, they're really cool, like coolly mm-hmm. designed. They're awesome. Um, and just like the, the sound design in this game is really incredible too. But I think after maybe like a three to four hour play, like I just started getting like really sick of it. (laughs) Not, not the characters themselves, but me not being able to get the job done. And I know like, that's the reason for playing. Like you're supposed to like beat these levels, even if they're hard, but I got sick of it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I looked up a walkthrough. I was in the school area. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, I was like, I can't figure out what to do. And I looked up a walkthrough, and usually, like, I give up pretty easy on puzzles and will look up how to do it. And Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, if I would have spent two extra minutes, I would have figured this out. And I still don't understand how I was supposed to do anything in this game. Yeah. Which, like, on on the one hand, I understand because it's, like, somewhat of an homage to, like, Silent Hill and Resident Evil, which can be very inscrutable, but I, I often think... Um, difficulty is sometimes a uh, a cover up for bad design, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily think obtusenessness is always good. And mm-hmm. this game is obtuse in a way that I cannot handle. No, no, we're we're on the same boat at that. It's just it it got too hard, and I was pretty like really sick of it. I hope I can return to it maybe in a couple weeks when I'm not so angry at it. And maybe yeah. finish it, but it is very, very hard, and it's very unfriendly, because um, mm-hmm. you will get lost, and you will not know what the hell to do. You will miss things that are, like, easily there you might have missed, um, and I think that's kind of a problem that I have with games. Um, given, like, one of, you know, my most beloved games is, like, Earthbound, that game is not friendly to you at all. You have to figure out everything yourself. Um, I can't even play that game now. Uh, (laughs) I, I tried and I was like, no, (laughs) no, 11. I think what, Mm -hmm. I think what did me in was there's a section where you go into the rice fields and a, a a vengeful spirit chases you around and (laughs) pukes on you or her (laughs) hair impales you. It's one of the two and the game so what what happens is like you have a limited stamina bar so you can run away when she gets close and it'll give you like a second to get away and uh but she'll she'll kind of teleport at you and you have to use that window to get away from her um but the game doesn't telegraph when she will teleport directly in front of you and mm-hmm. vomit on you mm-hmm. and it's one hit kills and I probably died to her like 20 times and I was like well we had a good run, but I'm turning this <laughs> off. I'm done. I'm no longer playing this. Uh, that did me in. I could not handle it. Because it's like, you know, the, the obtuseness is one thing, but not <laughs> signposting when you're going to kill your like kill your player. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know. I'm really bummed about. 
No, no, I, <laughs> I would be too, trust me. Again, this is like, I, I want to go back to it because my brother mm. really, really loves it. Uh, but that's like the only reason. Um, but I really like the design. I really like the sound design. And that's kind of like, yeah. like why I wanted to suggest this one. Because, um, like, I think I, I really, really fell in love with, like, the, the demon designs. They're so funky. They're so ugly. Mm. I want them as, like, little collectibles. Uh, <laughs> it, they're, they're so fun, especially when you have to, like, hide from them. Um, like, you go in front of those bushes, and, like, you mm. just don't look at them, just, like, as you do as a kid. Like, if you close your eyes, like, nothing will happen. Um, and you hear them getting closer and, like, leaving, like, farther away. I thought that was really cool, too. But I'm happy to hear that you did enjoy, like, the first part of it. It was, it was very, very yeah. fun. But it does get, it does get sweaty. <laughs> it does get I, frustrating. I think visually I enjoyed everything this game did. Like, again, I guess to bring it up again, like, it's clearly homaging a lot of old, like, Japanese horror games and movies. And it, like... It does this top-down, cutesy, retro aesthetic, but in that style of, like, Fatal Frame or Silent Hill, like, super well, in a way I was, like, really impressed with, and I was really taken with the, like, open-world town you get to explore, um, almost from the onset of the game, like, you're just let loose onto this town. Mm -hmm. um, really, really enjoyed that and liked the, like, ambiance of it. I don't know if I was ever scared by it, other than a few, like, jump scares that got me, but... <laughs> Like, there is a really solid presentation and atmosphere to this little chibi town. Mm-hmm. You're so strong. Anything that has, like, like wind blowing, <laughs> like, in my ear, I, like, am sitting on the edge of my seat. And, like, I will, like, I, I, to... <laughs> I'll squint far away on purpose because I, like, always feel something is coming up. To be honest, I did not, I, I played this game with the speakers of my Switch. I didn't wear headphones, so maybe I would have been affected more by the sound if I was, like, experiencing it well, but I was listening to it through the, like, very tinny speakers on the Switch. <laughs> That's a good way to play games that are horror. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I shouldn't wear these, like, really grade-A, like, headphones. Oh, yeah, I do that when I watch horror movies alone, when I can tell, like, a jump scare's coming. I'll watch the movie on mute for a few minutes. <laughs> Yeah, so then I'm completely unaffected by jump scares, oh. and I'm very brave. Oh, like, you're cheating at life. This is great. I've never yeah. thought of that before. <laughs> yeah, I just be like, I'm not doing this. You're not going to get me this way. Throw you on mute. I'm in control in this moment. Oh, my God. I do the exact opposite. I'll, like, I'll like whisper yell so I don't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Um, yeah, I, I guess, like, my final thoughts on, like, Yomawari is just, like, it's very cute. It's very fun. Mm -hmm. If you like games that don't hold your hand, sure, play this. Um, yeah. It's just you will get frustrated because I've died so many times playing this game, and I've only, like, played it, I think, like, restarting it, like, in a hole, like, from when I wanted to play it with you. Uh, like three and a half hours in and I died so many fucking times <laughs> yeah I don't think I'm gonna go back to it but I liked the visual presentation enough that I've been considering just like pulling up a YouTube video and just watching through it and seeing what actually happens because I think like I'm sure towards the end of the game visually it does some cool stuff that I will appreciate seeing mm -hmm. especially if I'm not like frustrated by controlling it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's always fun watching other people play it too so that's good we, yeah. yeah, thank you for playing with this with me, Blake. This is this is really fun. I guess yeah. 
I guess we're gonna like jump on to uh, the next segment, which is just our mini playlist of uh, the stuff that we've been playing. Um, I'll I'll start this guy here, and <laughs> I already forgot what I played. <laughs> I love my brain. There we go. So I played Bravery Network, and I know Ty's been playing it like on stream, and they've been raving about it. They really really love it. Um, me and Ty first played it back in. What year are we in 2021 so we played it in pax west 2019 and the devs were super super nice and super super cool i just came up to them because they had like seats and i was just like so sick of walking around that i was just like <laughs> i'll play this game let's do it and it was so fun um the way that they described it to me was just like oh it's like pokemon but with like cool like cool characters that dress really like nice and queer and I was like okay I, I think I'll get into this um and it, it, it's so much fun it's so so neat so it's uh published uh sorry it's developed by Gloam and basically you play as these characters that are all like famous um you get to pick your characters the first fight that you have as like a little tutorial fight is you're fighting off like uh, fans like your 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 big like groupie group uh to make sure they don't topple over you and it's turn based it's really neat um after I started kind of going digging into the game I haven't finished it yet I'm writing a review but so far it's been really really fun I'm trying to get this character she's like a tall brown lady I don't know her name but she's very beautiful and I'm very much in love with her <laughs> <laughs> um but it's really really cool i know they have like an online system now and it's 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 worth all the monies um i completely forgot about it i guess like last year i mean given like with the pandemic and all like the game stuff just being everywhere and all over the place um i'm, I'm really sad that it sort of like slipped my mind but i'm happy that it's out um and people are really hyped about it i think really it's it's strong point is just like how diverse the characters are um mm -hmm. especially i what i look for in games now is like fat characters that aren't so much like the comedic relief um yeah. they kind of that's a, kind of like what i've been seeing with like a lot of games or like characters that are like are fat and can be hot cuz we don't see that either um i know ties talked about that with like Hades uh i think they had like a a article out talking about like it's kind of relationship with like fat bodies um but this character has like plus sized uh bodies as well and they're not treated that way so it's it's really great to see that's but awesome. yeah yeah it's it's really cool but yeah that's the first game that i played uh blake what have you been playing or what's an indie game that you really like uh okay so check this out it's called post void post void and, uh... Ooh, that sounds fun <laughs> The uh, the elevator pitch is what if Beavis and Butthead made a video game. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it's got that it's got that very gross, off putting uh, Mike Judge style artwork. I saw Leo Vader um, playing this, and it he, he, I was like, that looks alright. And it was like literally seventy cents on Steam or something, so I picked oh it my up. God. And it's it's kind of like first person Hotline Miami. Like, that's the conceit, everything. Like, you die in one hit. I don't think everything else dies in one hit. I think sometimes it'll take them uh, a few few shots. But it's a roguelike, roguelite, one of them. I'm not exactly sure what that, which one. 
but so if you die, you have to repeat all your progress. So you're running through all these levels. And um, it is just garish <laughs> and ugly and fast. And I I love it for just kind of being uh, balls to the wall, I guess, and <laughs> unapologetic in its viciousness. Like, it, it has that um, that difficulty factor that that Hotline Miami-esque style game has. I'm not sure what a genre for one hit, one death would be. But um, it, it really takes advantage of, like, its art style because it's simplistic. It kind of looks like a game like a Doom clone you might have played in like the late 90s or something. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's it's kind of intoxicating, honestly. Like once you start getting in a, the loop of it, like you're incentivized to keep playing because like those feedback loops usually work in roguelikes. But like also just to see what monstrosities it's going to throw at you. It reminds me of like... um this weird genre of comic book that came out um, in the 90s, like the, I can't remember the artist's name, but they're called like hate comics and they star this character, Beetle Bagley. It looks like something he would be really into. Beetle like, Bagley, be this, that's such yeah. a good name. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Yeah, like, or it's like, or some, honestly something Beavis and Butthead would do, which is like <laughs> the same era. Like it's that very 90s gross aesthetic. Combined with just, like, a genre I really love, which is that hyper-difficult, like, risk-reward of one hit, one kill. Mm -hmm. So, Post Void, check it out. I don't know if I got it on sale. I don't remember now. Um, But I got it for, like, straight up a dollar at most. That's so good. I'm looking it up right now. It's, like, so ugly and cool. It looks like an art installation. I love the way that they drew, like, the guy's, like, fingers holding. What is that? Is that, like, supposed to be, like, a bomb? Uh, so in his left hand, oh, I, this is something I forgot. You're also constantly on a timer. Uh, so what? in his, in his left hand is kind of this, um, I don't know what they call it, amulet or something. And it, ha- it drains. And when it, if it drains all the way out, you die. And if you get hit, you die. Um, so you need to constantly be killing and getting headshots to keep that full. Otherwise you have to start all over. Oh my god. This sounds like a very sweaty game. (laughs) Yeah, like, and there's upgrades too. Like, you can get more ammo or different guns. Um, One thing I forgot to mention is the the music, which I believe is just one song on loop, and it's kind of just this shitty metal. It sounds like a local band you'd hear open up any show on a Thursday. Oh, I love that. (laughs) It fucking rules in the context (laughs) of this game. It's just like this terrible guitar tone and this one riff. And I adore it. I um, almost put it on my game of the year list That's... last year after like 20 minutes with it. But... Oh my God. Like, this is like a very you game. This is awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. this. Yeah. I, uh, I was taken by it. I wish there were more games like that. I'm sure there are and I just don't know about them. But like, I'm constantly keeping an eye out for post void slash hotline Miami type games to play. I'll keep that in mind to see if I find any games yeah. that sort of like have this like vibe. The Beavis and Butthead like comparison <laughs> is very good. Like that is yeah. spot on. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Blake. No problem. Um, the next game that I have here, <laughs> and it's not gonna surprise anyone. Um, I'm sure if uh you follow my ass on Twitter, uh I've been posting a lot of uh BTS stuff. <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> I've been really on a on a K-pop kick uh, as of late, and I just want sort of that like butterflies in your tummy, like first crush like vibes. 
And I remember back in, like, I think 2016, 2017, uh, Mystic Messenger was super, super big. Um, It came out, and people were all over it. There were, like, these, like, mappings of, like, what to do. Um, Something that's special about that game, I guess I'll talk a little bit about it, is um, you play as a girl who... Uh, just happened to stumble upon, like, an apartment because someone needed to drop something off. And because you're in this apartment, you get dropped uh, into a text or, like, a group chat, like, saying, like, what are you doing in this apartment? Like, this isn't your apartment. Um, The group chat is made up of, I think, five boys? Six boys? Mm -hmm. And uh, what's really special about this that I've never really kind of dealt with with a uh, dating simulator is uh they'll call you um obviously these are like pre-recorded automated they're not like random real people calling you um but they'll call you and like check up on you and like talk to you about stuff and it's 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 really neat it feels really close um wait sorry this is a mobile game yes yes so it simulates like your phone is ringing yes yes oh that's so cool there was a game Mm-hmm. There's a game called Bury Me My Love, I think, that did that, that would send you text messages. So oh. I love that idea. It's so neat. Let me let me write this down. Bury Me My Love, huh? Let's see. I think that's the one. Um, there is a game out there that does that. Yes. This, I'm looking at this right now. This is so cool. It has, like, phone UI and everything. Yeah, Mystic uh, Mystic Messenger is, is something. Um, again, like, I'll, I'll bring it back to when it first came out. People were wild about this game. Uh, the developer and publisher Cherits uh, made so much money. Um, yeah. They're still ongoing with like doing events. Like there is still like a prominent community. Um, I like looked at the mapping because there is this one boy who I can't seem to make like me, so I cheated. <laughs> and uh, apparently, he likes to call a lot at like three in the morning, which I'm either sleeping or not looking at my phone. Um, so I gave up on him, but I promise that the, <laughs> the people in this game that you talk to, the dating sims and stuff, they're really, really cool. Um, it, it's kind of like your, all other, like, dating sims, they're all different types. You have, like, your rich boy, like, Sunder type, uh, you have, like, you know, the happy-go-lucky, but has, like, something really tragic, uh, on the back of his head. You have one that's, like, barely there, uh, so he's, like, the hardest route. Um, you have, like, a, a techie, like, hacker type who's really funny. Um, he'll send you memes. And who else is there? You have, like, an actor type who's, like, very egotistical and very narcissistic. Um, and they're all, they all warm your heart. It's, it's very good. It's also in Korean. Um, even though there's, like, English text so you can read, when they call you, it's all in Korean. But the phone will have, like, subtitles so you can read on what they're saying um but yeah it's really fun (laughs) k-pop um i've dabbled not not necessarily for me Mm -hmm. but i i feel like i get it you know what i'm saying it's one of those genres that it's like it's not my thing but i understand why people love it so much and looking at this i'm like yeah it's the (laughs) the art style rules like i totally like it's uh, does that make sense? Like it's kind of something I wish I liked more because the art and the like the packaging around these groups always appeals to me. Oh yeah, that's like me with a lot of like you know like a lot of the comic stuff that's out with like Marvel and DC. Like yeah. I can't get into it personally, but I can see why it's so good. 
Yeah, every now and then I'll like watch BTS music videos just to like see the visuals of them, and they're always fucking mind blowing. Yeah, they do their little funky dances. It's it's great. Yeah, yeah, I really like the look of Mystic Messenger. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been really fun. It's been keeping me like busy in between work, just kind of like having like a little five minute break so I can turn my brain back on into doing work again. Um, because mm-hmm. we we live that ADH style here in my home. Um, but yeah, that is the game that I've been playing. That's my last game. Um, Blake, what about you? Oh, I have two more. Nice. Um, the second one is, uh, Alto's Adventure, which I feel like has gotten definitely the praise it deserves over the years. It's been out now for like five or six years, but it is an indie game I go back to all the time. Um, it's now on a bunch of other platforms, like, um, it's on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and coming to switch but it began on uh mobile mm. and it's just like an endless snowboarder and you just tap the screen to jump and you do little tricks and the whole thing about it is like it's inspired by action sports games but it's not action sports like like it doesn't have the the in your faceness of like the tony hawk games or mm-hmm. skate or um ssx even mm-hmm. it's like definitely a kind of mellow experience like everything is very soothing like there's definitely it's difficult it it can be a hard game but it's it's something i really enjoy like i used to i used to you know before all this happened i used to travel all the time for work and it was the perfect like listen to a podcast and do something with my hands game oh i um, love that <laughs> yeah i it's coming it it either just came out on switch or is coming soon uh, but I can't wait to play it on that, just to have a, like a little bit bigger of a screen to play it on. But um, it's by the the de- the developer and publisher is Snowman, who ended up doing like Where Cards Fall and Skate City, and have done like a lot of the Apple Arcade stuff. And they're super rad. And this is their first game, and I still think it's probably the the best thing they ever put out. Oh, adore that game. That's so. There's good. a sequel too. There's a sequel. There's a sequel. <laughs> Yeah, Alto's Odyssey, the sequel, but that one got a little too difficult for me, so I prefer Alto's Adventure. Got it, I see. Um, With, like, you know, with, like, the sports games and stuff, even with, like, Tony Hawk, they have, like, that, like, mini storyline. Does this, like, follow a little storyline, or is it just, like, cut to the the point? (laughs) The story is at the very beginning. You're this character named Alto, Mm -hmm. and your your alpacas get loose, because you're, like, an alpaca farmer, and they run... They run down the hill, so you have to snowboard after him, and that's the whole story. Oh, that's so good. <gasps> yeah, and you like there are like three to four challenges per level, and you unlock different characters. So there'll be like a character that can go really fast but can't do tricks as quickly, or a character that can flip really quickly, or you know, stuff like that. Um, uh, love it. Hold on. I gotta I gotta look this up. It's either alpacas or llamas. One of them, I can't remember off the top. Of my head <laughs> they're like long necked like horses. They're they're, I, they're both the same, but they have like different noses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I'm looking it up now. Hold on. Oh my god! I'm Believe looking... it or not, it doesn't have a story section on its Wikipedia. You would think <laughs> there would be lots of lore to dive into. No problem, um, but oh, I'm looking at this game now. It's so cute. I love it. Yeah. It also it holds a little, this is a bit of Blake Hester lore here. <laughs> um, it holds a very special place in my heart 
um, because the very first game developer interview I ever did, and this was not for a website, this was for my blog back in the day, mm-hmm. um, was with Ryan Cash, who owns the publisher of this game. So it's a very little special place in my heart for Aww. Snowman and Alto's Adventure. Uh, my heart great. is so warm. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. That game is so good. Um, it's so good. Oh, all right. It's I'm, on everything now. Yeah, I'm like downloading it now <laughs> on oh, my yeah. iPhone. Um, but yeah, Blake, what is the other game that you've been playing or really, really like? Look, people might say this is cheating. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to say Hitman 3. Because technically, IO is an independent studio now, which means you're, it's an indie game. <laughs> you're going to have to explain that to me, because I didn't know this would be considered an indie game. Elaborate. Well, IO Interactive was, bought the... So IO Interactive used to be owned by Square Enix. Square mm-hmm. Enix was like, we don't want you anymore. So IO Interactive did a management buyout a few years ago, mm-hmm. which means they're a wholly independent studio now. So they're developing and publishing their own games. Um, so Hitman 3 is their first indie game, technically, if you're like really bending the definition of it. <laughs> um, and I just think that game is like one of the best games I've played. And that's the one that years. just recently came out, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get it and kind of get Hitman 1 and 2 in one package, and it's like the complete Hitman experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to talk about those games because... At work, I didn't get to do it, I don't think, and I've been, like, exploding. Uh, I think, like, literally, not to, like, hype it up too much, I think the Hitman games, Hitman, like, the complete experience is probably one of the best games I've ever played. And I think, like, if you're into that immersive sim genre, which I very much am, like the Dishonored games or Prey or System Shock, um, this is one of the most refined of those. I don't want to belabor the point too much because I'm breaking the rules a bit, but <laughs> Hitman 3. No. One I... of my favorite indie games right now. <laughs> um, f- Funny you say Hitman because I, so I want to play Hitman 3, but there's like a story in my head that like I always associate with Hitman. Um, Back when like Blockbuster was still big, I was, I was like Baby Monty. Um, mm-hmm. And I would just, like, pick shit out from, like, the shelves. Like, I didn't know what it was, but I tried it. I think probably um, one that scared me the most was Twisted Metal. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, still scares me. <laughs> that game is so scary. But um, I-, I wanted to pick out Hitman. I was just like, oh, this is this seems fine. This looks like a movie. That's why I wanted yeah. to pick it out. But my mom, she was like... No, that's evil and bad. Even though she let me do Twisted Metal, but I think it's because it had clowns in it. Um, I mean, to your mom's credit, like the hit, the most recent Hitman games, the like trilogy of assassination or whatever dumb shit they call it, <laughs> like they're very sleek and kind of like you know, <laughs> assassination is very almost like sexy. It's kind of like a James Bond, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. But the oh the God. The Hitman games before that, especially something like Absolution, they are, like, weirdly nihilistic games and, like, deal with some very mature themes. And I don't know if your mom knew all that, but I think her intuition was kind of right, because those earlier good. games are much rougher. I'll, I'll have to let, like, I'll have to let her know. She's going to be very proud of herself, for sure. Because <laughs> yeah. she'll just, like, I'll... look at it. Because So, at the time, like, she just spoke, like, straight Spanish and didn't read English. Mm. 
So she would just look at it and be like, okay. It's like how she felt that day. Yeah. Yeah. I went back and replayed one of the older ones and I was like, this is kind of raw, honestly. <laughs> like, this is wild. Now it's like these overproduced cut scenes in Agent 47. Some like, he's supposed, I think he's supposed to be a little sexy, but you know, it's weird. Is he a little sexy? Let me look him up. Let me, let me look him up. I, well, I think they made him younger. In this trilogy, like in the in the canon, this is before like Hitman one, the original one. So he's got kind of a younger look to him. You know, he's kind of hot. <laughs> there you go. He, he's pretty. He's pretty. I, I like these games a lot, but I don't. I also don't want to like sexify assassins. <laughs> you know? Oh it's no, like they are for still sure. <laughs> no, that is bad. That is bad. We don't yeah. condone assassins here. Hitman um. is like. The Hitman, the new Hitman trilogy is like very sleek and very slick. And I'm oh like, we god. can chill. Like he's still murdering people. <laughs> oh but. god, I'll I'll have to I'll have to dig into these games because they do look yeah. fun. I'll also they're amazing. Yeah, I'll fill I'll fulfill. Uh, how old was I? Baby Monty's like curiosity of like picking that game up and mom saying no for sure. Yeah. Um, Hell we- yeah. But yeah, oh my god, Blake, this was such a cool list of games that you had. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you for having, <clears throat> excuse me, thank you for having me on the show. Of course, of course, and thank you again for playing Yamawari with me. Um, mm-hmm. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch it from here on out. God, I wonder how two is. Oh boy. But, um, let me do this outro here. Hold on. Rusty, what are you doing, bud? He's like sitting at the back of my chair. Um, cause he got too used to me, uh, sitting next to him at a road trip. So now when I'm like talking, he'll like get really nervous and need to sit with me on the chair. I've lost my dog. She got spayed today (gasps) and she is hiding somewhere in this room and I have no clue where. Like, I love your dog. Your dog (laughs) makes me audibly yell when I see her on the news feed. She's so fucking cute. She's something else. She is wild. She's out of her element right now because she's all drugged up, but she is a constant ray of sunshine. Oh, that's so good. I, I wish her a quick recovery. <laughs> me too. It's bumming me out. She didn't finish her banana I gave her. No, not the banana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now I just have a banana like sitting, drying out in the middle of my room. It's real gross. God, well, hopefully it gives off some of that nice banana aromatherapy. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that wraps up this month's playlist here on Indie Mixtape. Blake, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, at Metallica is rad. And then uh, at Game Informer. For all your game informing needs. I don't know. Please subscribe to our magazine. <laughs> it's, it's a weird time to work for a, a, in the print business. <laughs> Please go to your local GameStop and get a subscription. Please, please do. And you can follow me over at Fried Monty on Instagram and Twitter. Indie Mixtape is a product by Uppercut where you can find on all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons and we would appreciate it so much. Thank you again for tuning in and we'll see you next month. Bye-bye. I just found a really weird article. Please. About Hitman. Oh, share it's it from, to me. 
Erica Scherer, Victor Mosspan, Jordan Ramey, Dale, Adam Manahan, Chris Hardigan, Jesse Vitelli, Eric Sapp, GameCrash.co.uk, Adept7777, Tyler McCall, Optional Objectives, Michael Diaz Suarez, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eric Jin, Eli Bergmoss, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Sean Martin, Jesse Peterson, Jared Shu, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quinton Hoffman, and Mikey Phillips.